0: Two cups, one team. Here on the Always American cast, Sheffield Wednesday of Hitting with an American accent. Don't give me that look, Mike. It's fine. It's a very, very common reference. <laughs> I'm your host, Jeffrey Veteran <laughs> Ostro. It was, it was time. I am drinking the Boulder Brewing Company in downtown Salt Lake City Imperial Mole Porter, a tequila mezcal barrel aged ale brewed with cacao, vanilla, cinnamon with chipotle mulatto and pasilla negro peppers it's 10.2 percent abv which means you can only be served in cans i have a uh, I have a 16 ounce can here which i'm only drinking half of because i've learned some lessons at least joining me to discuss uh one cup run and one cup run ending in oregon it's like a owl mike laroon mike what are you drinking
1: Hey Jeff, I am having uh, from the Incline Cider Company up in uh, Auburn, Washington, their blood orange cider, which probably has a lot more apples and pineapple in it than, oh, there is blood orange in it too, so yeah, and um, it's kind of like got that sangria thing going, and it's quite good, I've always liked this one.
0: Now it's time to discuss a cup match, another cup match, the Wednesday News, and back to the league. ...for a trip to and stanley But we will start with Morikim once again at home, FA Cup Round 1. A comfortable 2-0 win, all in all. And my word is old school. Because there's only a I iFollow audio broadcast. So I listened a little Bluetooth headphones while I was uh, puttering around the apartment on Friday afternoon... It was quite pleasant actually. It did uh you get a different vibe when you can not actually see what's happening and you have to be reliant on uh, Rob and john to to clue you in. But all in all uh, a a fun and comfortable win, I guess, Mike.
1: Yeah, I suppose my uh word would be familiar because mm-hmm. this is a game that we've uh, yes
0: <laughs>
1: man, we, we we're quite familiar with and um, yeah I agree this was just in the background while I was uh, working this is for a bit, this noon kickoff here um I, it sounds uh, I guess the one thing I guess the one takeaway is that uh, we got some good playing time. It sounds like it was uh,
0: promising but I think yeah, that's I, I something watched good. the I, do, I, do, I do watch the extended it, highlights uh, because those were at least up for the time we by the time we recorded they did just post the Southampton short highlights I guess I have not looked at them yet and yeah, Mighton looked very and you're yeah, like, look, this is a this is a this is another league one team, right? Not a good one, but we've seen a lot. This is not some conference southside county, whatever, uh, non league team. So it was nice to see him get a get a run out and get a goal and you know, really kind of torture the shrimps defense for much of the game. You know, Josh Wendass added another uh, Nice long range strike himself, and he added another one in today's game. So he's in a little bit of, little bit of good form. Uh, do you think they're playing four at the back now more with the injuries on the back line? I thought it's again it's tough to gauge, but again it's very tough to gauge. You literally cannot watch the games, but they seem to have a little more. I don't know. I feel like they have a little more flexibility with how they. Distribute their non-defenders, I guess, when they're when they're playing four at the back instead of three at the back with wing backs or five at the back.
1: You forget how many clean sheets Wednesday have this year. Um, they're they're finally, you know, holding these again lower half of League One, but they're holding these teams to to no you know one or zero goals. And so yeah, it does. I mean, then you think about things like we see Liam Palmer running up and and taking advantage of this, and I think it is something that's that. Should be a little bit more exciting, but um, yeah, I, again, it's I, I can again literally didn't see it, but I'm also <laughs> it's hard to gauge the league one competition at a certain end of the table. So.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we heard when Moore came in, he wanted to play a four-two-three-one, and I don't think they're really playing a four-two-three-one. It's tough to tell, especially with Windass and Smith, letting to just sort of freelance as much as they do when they're playing in more forward positions. It's not really a traditional. uh, double pivot either in a lot of cases because banning can play as more of an attacking midfielder he can also drop back to do his link up players hollywood balls so again i don't know exactly i i know they're playing four at the back because they have very few healthy center backs at this point although you know i can femo is back and you know, has made some squads recently and they do have the ability to, you know, put Liam Palmer or Marvin Johnson or Reese James back in too and uh, even Jaden Brown. And it's, they could play three at the back if they wanted to, but they've been reasonably solid with with four at the back, and from what I could tell, Morcombe never really threatened. in a couple, a long-range effort, I think, from Luke Shaw, and maybe another long-range effort in the first half as well. But again, you know, at the bottom of the table, team and an FA Cup game at home. Neither team seemed, you know, Wednesday put out a fairly strong squad, all in all. Um, yeah, you know, they did not start, like, the under-23s or anything.
1: Yeah, Wednesday had 61% possession and 28 shots, so...
0: Yeah, should... I mean, it felt like a game against Morgan. Yeah. I mean, it could have just have mean, it, been easily been lead.
1: I remember just following along some of the tweets. It did sound like it was another one of the... Uh, we, we could probably stand to be a little more clinical and a little more uh, ruthless. Yeah, sure. um, again, not, not seeing it, but yeah, I, it sounds like uh, something we've already seen plenty of this year. But again, I think the Wendass scoring is uh, optimistic.
0: We move on to Southampton, which is – I saw this on Twitter. Someone pointed out that when they were Drew against Southampton for this match, Boris Johnson was still prime minister. <laughs> That's how <not> long <laughs> ago not – even, not even that long ago, frankly.
1: Well, but, I saw that, yeah, they were showing the highlights from Wednesday's last match, and I was – and there were those, um, those three long-range shots. Yeah,
0: yeah. it felt like it was like last, last season, yeah.
1: That felt like last spring. Um, so, yeah.
0: My word for this is tense. This is another one I think that benefited from the from the radio call because without being able to see it like especially early on like you always worry when you go on the road to a Premier League team even one struggling like Southampton that just sacked their manager where they're just immediately going to put you to the sword right and they didn't start their A team but there were some very good you know their Premier League quality players in the squad and Wednesday, especially I think for the first half hour or so, were sounded again sounded <laughs> like clearly the better team uh the windass goal that like the uh, Bashiru seemed to be giving them fits in midfield as did backinson um the actual goal, which I did see on somebody's cell phone camera shot of their t v playing sky sports, looked quite good <laughs> uh <laughs> good finish by windass from a from a tight angle so it was one where they could have had. They had opportunities. This was, in some ways, very much uh, one of those one-one draws we saw in League One last year. But they did it against a Premier Premier League team on the road. So I guess that's something to to take away from it. Obviously, a bad uh, penalty given away at the end, right at the death of the first half, and then you know, the second half, Southampton started getting in behind a little more. They could could do things like bring on Theo Walcott and Ansie Maitland Niles <laughs> off the bench, which uh Wednesday do not have. As, as good as we talked about as good as the Wednesday subs are this year, they do not have a bunch wow. of former England internationals and like players that played <laughs> on like, the European continent yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um So that is, and like, and that really, I think, borne out in the penalty shootout where Theo Wilcott can take the sixth penalty and Damayorfa is taking the sixth penalty for Wednesday. There's a little bit of a gap there.
1: Uh, My word was fun. Mm. Uh, Yeah. You, I I think last time we were talking about, you know, what what do you want out of a cup run, especially the FA Cup, is you want to, you want to punch above your weight and see how you do it. And um, yeah, they can come
0: away. They can come away well, feeling a little hard done here too. Which you yeah, know, it's a long drive back to be disappointed, obviously. But
1: this wasn't going to Man City and getting having you know, to be yeah. three in time. It was um, it was a lot of fun. And uh, again, I, I was glad when I saw the lineup. I saw it was a very strong lineup. Yeah, very and strong lineup. Yeah, I think um, again, I'm, I'm thrilled to see Wendell. I'm thrilled to see Wendell get a goal from up close because we'd seen a lot of the uh the long ones lately so that was good um i was gonna say i was reading dom's player ready that he used the word and uh but to describe one of the players and i was wondering if you have any idea who he was describing
0: was it backinson it
1: was yeah so now i really want to see it
0: yeah. So. Yeah. i mean he he uh, but, also so- went off injured as did delhi sure someone in the whatsapp group like noted when they saw how strong the lineup is which three Wednesday players are going to get injured in this game it was only two so is that at least hopefully it's nothing serious you know it's kind of like a precautionary thing you do during a cup run but
1: um i guess the other thing is i'm glad that that's probably the knock on wood last time we'll see uh, pk's this year so um.
0: yeah um i mean i again by all accounts they took the first five pretty well <laughs> uh, cuz i just kept waiting as the penalty's coming down for like some random like Southampton youth player to be taking one of them and that might just like sky it. And now it's just like all these fairly well established Premier League players. And right okay, well taken penalty. I know uh, uh Hassan Hood isn't there anymore, but at least he has them well drilled for their uh properly drilled for their penalties.
1: And then the uh the unfortunate part is you got to uh to switch over and see Joe Wildsmith uh t- taking you know doing his best for Derby against Liverpool today. So, Liverpool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so right. uh, we're non sequitur to, to see that happen, but whatever.
0: It's probably good they're not like continuing on in two cups, given how crowded the fixer schedule is In all honesty, though, if you look at the the way the results broke today, like they could have—I you know, don't know how the draw would have played out—but there were some certainly. You know, there might have been a winnable game in the next round, and then yeah, then you're in the quarters, and like you know, th- things can get interesting. So we'll see, but they'll have to they'll have to settle for perhaps an FA Cup run. But for now, we'll take a break. Come back to the Wednesday news and preview. Accrington, Stanley. Welcome back. Now it's time for some Wednesday news. And a little bit of Wednesday news. Wednesday, I've been drawn at home. Against Mansfield Town in round two of the FA Cup, not a glamour tie to be to be clear. Um, but you know, at, at this point in the tournament, just get into round three, right? See what? Uh, I don't even know when they're doing round three because of when the World Cup is. So it, I, I don't know I, if it's I, later.
1: I believe it's spring. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: yeah. Because I know the I know the Champions League round of sixteen is later than it normally is because of that too. But, uh, you know, eventually, <laughs> they win. again, who knows who will be prime minister in, <laughs> when round three <laughs> of the FA Cup rolls around. But Wednesday we'll be facing uh, Mansfield Town in round two, uh, I think a couple weeks from now. So, fair, again, winnable games. That's all you can ask for, either winnable games or marquee games. And this is a winnable game. Probably will not be on TV again. But did they play Mansfield Town in the Pizza Cup last year? I feel like they did, but I also don't remember yeah. if they did. Yes. Okay. You sounded confident there. Some awards news. Again, we're well into November now, but both uh, Darren Moore and Barry Bannon are up for manager and player of the month in the EFL awards. So, you know, I guess, I don't know if people vote on I don't remember how that works. People vote on that. But if so, Wednesday, it's, you know, can stop the ballots with basically anyone. Uh, And the only other news of note is that uh, Darren Moore is doing a charity challenge during the World Cup for uh, Kaleidoscope Plus, which is a a charity he's the ambassador for. His goal is to champion mental health and well-being, driving change and providing crucial mental health support services across the UK. So there's more on that on the club website and you can check it out there. But again, uh, you know, for all the, whatever, kvetching about his tactics, he does seem like a really, just like genuinely good guy in the sport. And I think that's nice when your manager can be that. Yep. And uh, Darren Moore will... Take the team to the Wham Stadium, or the Crown Ground if you prefer, at the weekend to face Accrington-Stanley. Take it away, Justin's Notes. So another uh, another bottom half of the table team. They're in the 20th. 4, 5, and 8, 17 points. Uh, minus 11 goal difference. They've only scored 18 goals in 17 games. And conceded a, 20- <laughs> conceded a twenty-nine. Home form has been a little bit better. 2-3-3, um, three, three, 12 goals for, 15 against. Uh, their form is loss, 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 draw. So catching them at the right time. Did not catch them at the right time last year as they lost 2-3 uh, at the Wham. I vaguely recall that being one of the more annoying games they played last year. <laughs> And then they drew one-one uh, at Hillsboro, so only took one point from two matches against Ackington Stanley last year. And one thing we've seen this year that you will hope will continue and should continue at the weekend is they've been a little bit of flat track bullies. They have they need to be able to take three points from these kind of teams, and generally, generally, really have until recently. So who are they? Ackington, the the Reds. Uh, Stanley Villa played on Stanley Street in Accrington. The Football League from 1921 to 1966, when they went bankrupt and were liquidated. And then Accrington Stanley was formed in 1968. Of course, every time Wednesday play Accrington Stanley, Justin has to put in the notes the Who Are They, the uh, the ad with the inrush from 1989. I hope we are uh, in the home stretch of mentioning that ad. And we'll not have too many more and Stanley previews in the uh, in the upcoming years of this podcast
1: it is one of those teams that just when they come around just reminds you
0: of what league you're, you're in, in league one. yeah you're in
1: league 1
0: they joined the EFL in 2006 after their sort of their phoenix club was reborn and won the league 2 championship in 2018 john Coleman is their manager he's very quotable a positive and jovial sort of chap um but as far as the the game goes, uh, the tactics go, maybe a little less positive. 4-1, 4-1, possession, long shots, like the ball in the air. Again, reminding you that you're playing a League One team. Uh, they they spread the goals around a fair bit um, for a team that's only scored 18 goals this season. Their, you know Their out-and-out striker is Tommy Lee, who's 22. He has uh, three goals and an assist, but they've gotten a fair bit like uh, Wednesday from midfield with Sean McConaughey. And Ethan Hamilton uh, playing in the midfield, McConnell on the left. Hamilton in the center have chipped in with a few goals, uh, four for McConnell, two for Hamilton. Their right back seems to be their uh, engine. I mean, both their fullbacks seem to be sort of offensive engines. Mitchell Clark on the right has uh, chipped in with five assists, and Harvey Rogers on the left has scored two goals and is good in the air. So, again, you know what to expect. We've We've... <laughs> We've seen these games. We will see these games this Saturday and in the future, as long as they're in League One. And the only thing you can really ask for here is, you know, three points, keep pace with Ipswich and, and Plymouth, then go from there.
1: Predictions? 2-0 uh,
0: Wednesday. Yeah, sounds about right. I'll go 3-0. Three
1: three,
0: three uh, we kind of... That's kinda of like a sloggy two nil on the road, I think. They'll get one like thirty three minutes in and kinda of scuffle a little bit in the second half and then put it away late. Uh this is one of their only two league matches in the month of November because they have Shrewsbury coming up the weekend after, uh, at Hillsborough and then the and then the FA Cup game, so and, uh, you know, a less crowded than normal December fixture schedule, I assume, in part because of the World Cup. But, you know, this is, uh, this is when the, the rubber starts to meet the road, as far as the table goes. They're three points off autos. They're at plus 17, along with, you know, Plymouth and Ipswich on goal difference. So, yeah, you know, they got to. Yeah, they don't really outside of Derby, they don't really play uh I mean Shrews are tenth at the moment, which is technically top half of the table. But they don't really play uh they don't have a particularly strenuous schedule, let's put it that way. Yeah, we, in the upcoming we need a lot of six points. weeks or so.
1: Yeah, we need a lot of points between now and boxing day.
0: Get points, yeah. That's that's really all you can ask for. You've gotten a very uh short episode 195 of the owls americast again when, there, when there's not on there's no video there's not much to talk about so there's also no video for this it's just audio you can find us on the internet owlsamericas.com email the show at owlsamericas.gmail.com find and follow us on twitter and instagram at owlsamericas our podcast intro and bumpers are by fellow wednesdays for the makers the podcast is on itunes spotify soundcloud google podcast podbean Probably anywhere else you choose to download podcasts. There's no wrong way to listen to the show. Just do what feels right. And wherever you choose to do the AmeriCast. We yes, ask you rate and review the show. Tell us more Wednesday nights. Find our ramblings. Mike is on Twitter at L. Mike, in this very short podcast, how far into your beer did you, or cider did you actually get?
1: I am not finished, so... Just under half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Getting there. What about yourself?
0: I'm on Twitter at JeffPatterNastro, and I think I have about three ounces of my eight-ounce pour here left, but it will be well finished by the time we see you next week.